Thanks for tuning in again, everybody. We're back with your favorite podcast, Lucas, Tigers, and Bronze. Oh, my. Ready to rock and roll, Pete? Always. January 1st, man. We're starting it up. New beginning. What, what's, um, what are you looking forward to most in 2022? As we welcome Lucas, Tigers, and Bronze, the number one sports card podcast in the world, back i don't know you know I, I guess i'm looking forward to the unknown right if i were to you know if i were to go back to january 1st of last year um and you were like oh what are you looking forward to this year there's no way that i would have said um any of the stuff that has really you know dominated our airtime right there's no way that we would have known that in the first week of January, Top Shot would be something that people would ask us about, and it would basically take up, you know, so much time, um, you know, in the first couple of months, and then that Panini Digital would come out, and we would uh, hope that it turned into the same kind of fun that Top Shot did, and instead it doesn't. We'll see. They're hiring. Time. They're hiring a marketing department in its entirety. Uh, okay, well, um, good luck to them. And um, yeah, so you got that, you know, the Panini stuff, and then you got you know the rise of NFTs, um, you know, and and all of the discussions that had you know gone around with it. You know, we go back a, a year ago. PSA was open, so I guess PSA is open again. Do we predict that in March PSA is going to close again? <laughs> Do we predict by March PSA's backlog is done? I mean, they came out with a really cool you know New Year's resolution kind of stuff. Um, you know, January of last year, Ken Golden owned himself. So did Chris and Josh. And Nat only owned himself. Now, starting this year, Nat owns all of them. So it's a different year. Who knows who will be owned by who this year? I don't know. Do you know? That's what makes it fun. You're an owner of uh, the Jordan Fleer PSA 10, right? And that's another thing that had a wild ride like, last year. That that that, that had a, talk about like the bellwether stock of uh, of the hobby, right? That's like that card that people point to, um, amongst a few other cards. But like that that's a, that's a card people point to. That was astronomical. Went to seven hundred forty thousand by the end of this month last year. And then wh- where do you? What's like a true comp right now? Four hundred k for that? Card? No, low threes, low threes. Low and you know, threes. I own it. I'd like to say it's twelve million dollars, but low threes. Um, you know, and, and the cool thing about comping for that card is, you know, while not everyone is the same, there's pretty much one a month being sold, whether it's in, you know, PWCC or Gold. I think Golden has one in their auction right now. Which you know, is PWCC. pretty low. Which is pretty you low because some months you see four or five. Yeah, months. some months you had a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, but that's, that is a, a good indicator on a liquid card like that, right? There weren't a lot of them available, and that's why the price ran up. And then all of a sudden the price ran up, and more of them became available, and the price came down supply and demand my friend um and then the supply kind of dried up you know and it's starting to move back up sort of and we'll see you know and if it moves up enough maybe people will come out of the woodwork and sell it again and move back down it's not just that card it's you know you can say this for almost every card um you know the difference between that card and you know the other cards that have gone down is that not much supply being backfilled on those whereas you know the ultra modern world um, there's more supply being added to the added to the, the pot every day. Yeah, so what am I most excited for? Um, you know, continued growth of of us and our community. I love more than anything in 2021, and I'm hoping for in 2022, to see folks who 
we interact with succeed and to help them if we can. You know, I loved, you know, I, we didn't continue it just because, you know, there's only so many hours a day, but I love like to come up with Cage. I loved seeing like, like uh, John from Slab Shelf, you know, start a business and, you know, succeed in it. You know, the, the ancillary business, I mean, I, I, I say, hey, Nat owns them, but I mean, how about some kudos for the card ladder guys? I mean, consummate collectors go out there, build this tool that basically anyone who's anyone is using this thing and, you know, they go out and they exit. Um, but they're still doing it. They're still at the helm. You know, it gets purchased by Collector's Universe, by PSA. Um, you know, talk about a success there. Talk about, you know, uh, you know Ken Golden, I say, obviously, you know, that's a huge, huge thing. So, now he's so, got a TV show, right? He's got like a Netflix show yeah. coming this year. Talk about so, excitement for that. So, guys, we're doing um, <clears throat> Cage's idea. Really great idea. It was a, kind of like the end of the year awards, you know. Uh, you could go over some of the categories. It was top content creators, yep. uh, top new business, uh, top celebrity influence. But anyway, we do this post, and, and Alex, uh, our graphic designer, uh, and Manny, thank you guys for all the help with that. Uh, Ken DMs us like one minute later. He's like, "How do I vote for myself? How do I vote?" Literally a minute later, he's like, "How do I vote?" No, that didn't happen. I just made a joke that that happened. All right, fine. Real life, but uh, <laughs> I realize uh, no, but but dude, he 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 loves uh, his hobby. Um, oh, he's awesome! Eddie, come on, his hobby I think celebrity he celebrity status. I think he should do a live every night. His lives are the best. His he pulled a pack last night after pulling for himself out of a, a ninety six ninety seven. It's ninety six um, upper deck SP box. He had to pull in that Kobe Hollowview. Right, he started opening more packs from the box for people who were in his chat answering, you know, questions. And in one pack, must have been like a hot pack. He got another hollow view. It was some Celtics idiot that I don't even know who it is. Somebody who I think was a rookie and just I don't even remember who it was. Um, but then the cards behind it were two game film cards in one pack. Those are like one in 120 packs. He got two in the same pack. Uh, Dennis Rodman and Jim Jackson from the Mavericks, and. In addition, one of the SBX Force cards, you know, that's the one that looks like, you know, it's got, it's a, like a circle with an X, and it's got four holograms in it, which are like one in 360 packs, and it, it had a Penny Hardaway in it. All in one pack, and it had a hollow view, the SBX Force, and two, and he gave it away. Like, Here you go, this was your pack, enjoy. As a matter of fact, I think, because I was on a live, it was the guy's second pack, because he gave him a free pack, and the pack was so bad that he opened for him, he's like, oh, that was so terrible, I'm going to give you a second pack. Because the question you answered was hard. You couldn't just Google it. So in the bonus pack, this dude hit all this stuff. So, I mean, that was fun. That's cool stuff to watch with a hobby. Ken's not doing that, you know, to get people to bid in golden auctions. He's doing that because he, he enjoys it. Sorry, Ian's getting some ice. In case you can hear that in the background. It's like a little, and he likes to crush ice. So, you know, the, the kind of ice that makes more noise. You got enough ice, pal? He's got headphones on. What is, so he, what is he drinking it. these days? Is just he, water. He goes up, water. he gets a little little uh, crushed ice, and literally moves it over, gets a little water, fills up the water. He's all good. Good? You got enough? So cool. anyway, we have right. best hobby content page, preferred <laughs> hobby auction site, most influential hobby person, best sports card podcast, best new addition to the hobby. Guys, these tiny Instagram squares could only fit four or five things. <laughs> yes. Obviously, we're going we're gonna to miss a, a ton. And there was a ton of our friends that we weren't even able to put onto that graphic. Uh, it's, it's just a little exclusive. fun. It's, a little it's fun. not exclusive to the graphic. T tag your friend. Uh, there yeah. was a few suggestions. Uh, Wax Museum podcast. Apparently, great information, great knowledge. I'd love to meet them. Awesome people out here. So, like, 
you know, we don't know everything and we don't know everybody. We would love to. And as Cage said, you know, we're happy to share our platform with people of the hobby that, you know, are, are kind of beneficiaries and want the hobby to succeed. So uh, we'll be doing a live tomorrow where we kind of just go over the results, have some fun. Maybe some people will be on the live and we'll bring them in. That'd be cool. Yeah, if you're one of the nominees, you know, you get to come on and say how it was just an honor to be nominated. You know, it's your chance. It's your chance to shine. The Hobby Awards. Maybe we'll make this a thing next year, you know, at, uh, at TigerCon. We'll have the awards. We'll give out trophies. Hobby, if I could be honest. I need more Ooh, action. Really? Really? Yeah, so let me ask you action. a question. I'll put you on the spot. I was going to ask you this question anyway, but now that's a great lead-in. So here's the question, right? You are an excitement chaser, a profit I, I, I chaser. Am. You're like Bodie. You're an adrenaline junkie. You're point break, right? So where um, why you came into the hobby, I think, is because you saw it as a place to, you know, build up a community, nay, a place to flip, a place to make money. And I think it's funny oh, as I'm we have as we have all of that, that's what I mean, but as we have all these fun conversations about collectors versus versus flippers versus people in the hobby. I gotta ask you. I'm gonna ask you a tough one. If the hobby in 2022 looks more like the hobby in 2015 and 2016, and there is no multiples, there is no five X's, or, or, or no matter what you do, there's no ten X's. It's a slow and steady grind, and a lot of the people who came in last year leave. Are you gonna stay a hobby participant? Is it something you see yourself staying in? Good question. Um... Well, first off, I, my core is I do love watching sports. Like, and now that I get paid to watch sports, I think that's pretty ridiculous, Kate. Like, <laughs> I, I still, you know what I mean? Like, your whole yeah. life, you, you like watch these games, and okay, I watch soccer to get better at soccer, but like, and now to be a professional, like, I, we get paid to talk. I, it blows my mind. But yes, I'm an action junkie, but I like the people in the hobby, and for the most part. Sometimes people like wake up like someone pissed in their cereal and they like tell you like 25 people and businesses are the worst thing that's ever happened to the hobby. That's a little bit annoying, but like the community <laughs> and the people are, are awesome, right? So, you know, the profits yeah, but- got real quick. The profits yeah. get you into the hobby, the community is what you know gets you to stay. All so, right. if it's there's fair. no if there's no alpha this year as as they say, I'm not going to go anywhere because I I do love the people. I love the community. I love being able to, you know, talk back and forth about NBA and sports and even admit I was wrong. And I want to talk a little bit about LeBron today because the guy's playing out of his mind. I was going to ask my second question for you, but I was going to give you a hard time. You've done what lawyers like to call taking the sting out. Did I really? Yes. You, 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 instead of me being able to get you on a cross examination where I'm able to like, Ooh, gotcha. You know, it's coming. So in direct, you say it your own way. You know, let me, let me add one more thing. (laughs) Even when there's no, even when there's no alpha, I'm going to pretend that that I didn't say the thing about LeBron because he sucks. (laughs) He's putting up worthless stats. Um, Oh God, here we go. (laughs) Yeah. I I can just flick it right on. uh, This is the year. Like even if the prices don't go up and down, there's still volume. There's still people trading and moving cards. You can move some of the stuff that you don't love into stuff you do love, right? Like you, you could still kind of audit your 
your portfolio and kind of make some moves that way. Not everything has to be about profit chasing. Well, my question for the audience really is going to be this, right? And obviously you can't answer me, but my question would be for this. It's to really do a little, you know, do a little soul searching, you know, do a little, like the same question I just asked Andrew. I hope you're asking yourself, but then when you're answering and you're being honest with yourself, right? And you're answering, think about this, right? If you are one of the people who's here for a profit, you know, for earning it, right? You know, and it could be both. It doesn't always have to be black or white. You don't have to be a collector right. or someone who's making money in it. Think about the other areas of your world, of your um, portfolio. Think of where else you have your money, whether it's in a bank, right, or the stock market or any place else you have your money. And think about what the traditional returns have been there, right? Less than a percent if you're in savings, checking accounts. I mean, a tenth of a percent, I think, is what I'm getting in my savings, Right, CDs, bonds, you name it. I mean, you're talking about single digits at best. Hey, you can get a mortgage from a bank at like three, four percent now. So they're obviously not lending money out higher than that, right? So that means to go to a bank for a bank to make money, if they're lending it out at three, four percent, they got to be paying you less than that, right? So I think it's almost like 2022, and I hate to be the fuddy duddy old man. It's almost a reset of expectations, right? Like we've seen a, a time here where, listen. Cross my fingers. I'll cross all my fingers. I'll cross my toes. If you can see this on YouTube, I cross every one of my fingers for you. They're all crossed that we have another another year where every single card we have goes ten and twenty x. It will be fantastic because everyone in the hobby is rewarded, and because we have so many more people coming in, fanatics, all these companies coming in, all the, all the new participants. It will be great. But let's just swing this over and say that doesn't happen this year, and let's just say. That you're grinding to make 20 or 30%. Not 10x, not even 2x, not even you know 0.5x, because that'd be 50%. Make a 0.2 to 0.3x. Where else are you getting that? Where else are you getting that? Where else do you have the ability to do that? Right? And and there are people out there who tell, oh, I'll just put it in Bitcoin, or I'll just put it. Okay, that's fine, right? But I guess my point is that even if it it doesn't 10x on everything you do and even if it's you know make it 20 30 percent or whatever you know reasonable number it could be here that's still significantly better than you're doing anywhere else so just you know kind of level set um you know i have spoken to people who are like if i can't get 5x on my investment i'm leaving and i'm like okay where are you gonna go because i'll follow you if you tell me you're gonna get 5x somewhere else where you know i'll tell you where though like i think rational is gonna have a, a big year i think rational is- had a, a, a matured and i'm not just talking collectible by the way, Collectible is a sponsor, one of our best, you know, most professional, just awesome, awesome team to work with, whatnot guys as well. Really looking forward to working with SGC this year, and Bleaker's just the bomb. But Collectible, uh, I'm talking about Rally too. Dude, I, I put 20 bucks into, a, into like the CryptoPunk IPO. I had no idea what I was doing. That, that 4X did in like two months. Now, it's not big money. You could only get two shares, 20 bucks. And I think 2021 was kind of like, fractionals coming out party people understanding it getting to know it building a little bit of trust with the platforms i think there's going to be some opportunities there i agree i agree i mean it's definitely i mean i don't want 5xing but it's definitely a a space that i think will mature in 2022 as people get more comfortable with it um and you know i mean listen it's 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 fun stuff i, I mean i, I don't want to i don't want to be you know the the, the pessimist here you know, I want to be the optimist. Why not? I think what's fun is if you can add something else into your equation, something else that's fun, right? Um, I posted it today. And guys, thank you all. 
on December 31st, I hit the 2,000 follower thing, which I look around now and I feel like a loser with 2,000 followers. I mean, I saw people, you know, uh, they're alive the other day. I'm like, this guy, who's this guy? He's got 15,000 followers. Let me follow him. He must be doing something right. I'm like, it used to be when we started this off, you know, people were asking us, oh, you're going to do a podcast about sports cards. Like, what do you expect out of that? The, the biggest sports card page that's out there is Ryan Card Collector 2 with 50,000 followers. I think he's at 80,000 now. And there's plenty of other accounts that have really started moving up, which, you know, in and of itself is a nice nice little indicator of uh you know of of the the growth of the of the hobby community on instagram and, and elsewhere so if you're not following and you listen to this go follow but besides that right thousand percent we have eight that, to seven thousand followers on uh luca tiger braun it's ridiculous yeah, that so, you have two thousand and i'll give you more content i even put some out today about my Juan soda we could talk about that if you like um but yeah i mean i i saw <laughs> i think a celebrity pulled it but check, check out my story it's cool if you're on Instagram. I found a card that I looked at. I found out who pulled it. It was somebody I wasn't following. So now I'm following them. A breaker, I think it's called like Daddy Rips or something like that, right? And I followed them and I posted, you know, gave them credit for pulling it. And the person who pulled the card, who I think is some form of celebrity, I don't know who it is. He's got a blue check and he's got like a million something followers. So clearly he's not going to take my money. It was a Dominique Wilkins card. And he's sitting there saying, Dominique Wilkins, who cares about that? But it was from Immaculate. And it was a one-of-one one sneaker tongue card. Take a look at my story. It's a Reebok pump from back in the day, like Dominique would wear, kind of Reebok. It's got the pump. It's got the pump on the card. Is he having ice? No, he's playing basketball. He's going to bounce a ball, and he's dunking inside, and it's going to be very loud. He's wearing, he's wearing his LeBron Cavs jersey for people that didn't see him. Uh, yeah, he's, but backstage. he's got a LeBron Cavs jersey on. He's got, he's got every LeBron jersey. He jersey. He's got both of the Lakers one. He's saying that I'm a six. This year, the NBA, very smart. You know, having the Laker 23 is not good enough. You have to have the six. But anyway, How are you not going to be loyal to your, your city? The point being, I'm not getting an Obi Toppin jersey. Why not? So here's the deal, right? So we don't, ugh, no, thank you. Maybe I'll buy me you in jersey. So here you go. That card is cool. Well. Like, I would like that card. Like, that's not going to be the most expensive card. I'm sure it's not going to be cheap. But that's a cool thing I didn't even know existed, right? And it's it's like it got nostalgia for for me. It's like a cool thing. Those are the kind of things where you know I'd be looking more at in twenty twenty two collection pieces. And I, I love that we those. shoot. Tell I, me, about I got it. one of those as a play actually. So if you don't mind jumping into it, do it, do it. So you see this set? People love it. Uh, it's a little bit glare. The credentials, the EX two thousand, whatever it is. Yeah. Correct. Why am I showing it on here? I'll, show, I'll pull it up on my computer. So anyway, you see the set all the time. It's the 19, It's a rookie credentials, too. Uh, and this is the EX 2001, but this is Tim Duncan's rookie year. It's a 99, 1997 Skybox EX 2000, 2001. Uh, I don't know about you, man. I, and I know grade matters, all that stuff. But, but that card in a PSA 8, new, freshly graded, is $20. For a Tim Duncan rookie card of a very iconic set. Now it's not a 10, it's not a black label. There's a there's one BGS 10, there's 129 PSA 10s, and there's 756 PSA 9s. So we're not buying the grade here. But like you said, right? This is a $20 card. And, and yesterday we talked with uh, Jake about how undervalued Tim Duncan is. Buy the card, not the grade type of thing. It's just a tough grade anyway. It's a what 24-year card. Iconic set, and I love Timmy Duncan. So for 20 bucks, I think this is a steal. And truthfully, I do believe some of the newer graded 
and I'll pull them up, PSA 8, have some maneuverability. You know, you could put them in a tux. You could move them to BGS. You could do, do a little bit of cracking, crossing, all that stuff that, I, that I'm a fan of. Do you think cracking and crossing happens as much now? Yeah, a thousand percent. Just, that's how you make money, in my opinion. When the market's stale, you don't have any uh, any risk of up and like you know because it's scary when you're crossing and the market is very volatile. You could lose half your value on the card, and even if the cross is successful, the value went down. You know what I mean? Yep. But when it's kind of like a, a market that doesn't move a lot, it's actually the time to do cr cracking crossing because you're arbitraging and in theory if you buy the right card the price might not even move in the time that you're doing that the, the procedure the surgery the operation remember that true game? yeah 100 percent. i used to get the buzzer all the time i was not steady handed no way no way no how that's it that's why i don't crack because i'll break the case i'll mess the card up no good you know, we'll just take it, take the grade for what it is, and that is it. Well, that's not your game. Everyone has a different game. So this is the card cage. Here are the recent comps: fifteen bucks, nineteen bucks, twenty bucks, twenty-seven bucks, fifteen bucks. I'm not lying here. And it's a sick card. I don't know what to tell you guys. It's a sick card of a top fifty, top twenty, wherever you guys want to put Tim Duncan, top five on some boards. This is a beautiful card. It doesn't look like a PSA 8 if you just look at the corners and do this whole zoom-in thing. But beautiful card. That's my play today. I love it. What is that, on alt? Can you do yep. me a favor on, on alt? Do you see if there's any Kobe game-worn stuff on there? Not auto, just, just a regular Kobe game-worn. Because I believe it or not, we, we you made the joke, although it wasn't a joke, about like the Kobe Santa card because we are talking about like holiday stuff and, and you name it. Um, you know, what, about, I was actually, what about like this kind of game-worn cage? This is an oh, Andrew nice. Goldberg's collection. And I bought a Excuse lot me, of bless you. I, oh, bravo! I bought a lot of horizontal cards recently. That's gorgeous, but I don't. I don't mean like a high end auto. I just mean like game used jersey card of Kobe, right? Because we were told there's well, not on there. You know, Kobe jersey. Let's see if anything comes up. No. It's interesting. Interesting. So I gave this as a play, and I was actually thinking about going back. You know what? I, I find myself doing this at a play, and I hope everybody kind of appreciates it. I'll do a little research, and I'm like, you know, three quarters of the way through my strategy. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to deploy a ton of money and start buying these things again myself. And, and then I come on here, and I'm like, ah, if, if this is my play, why can't I give it to everybody else out here? You know what I mean? And, 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 and I've done this once before. Um, there are... There are cheap ones. I saw one ending today, $49. And I'm talking about like ones that you flip it over to the back. There's one called Decades. That one is in my watch list. So you see that one, Beam Team? This is one of my favorite cards. Just scroll down. It was right there. It was like the eighth card. Um, no, not I'll there. Go back. I'll go back. I'll go back. Don't worry. So anyway, guys, what I'm, what I'm talking about here is Kobe game used uh, cards. There it is right there. So how cool is that card? It's Kobe's beam team, which he didn't have because 1992 Stadium Club did not have Kobe. It had Shaq, who was a rookie year, Shaq. Pretty iconic because of that. It had Michael you know Jordan. What, you know what Lamine calls this? What? what? A single color. What? He calls it, he calls it a napkin. <laughs> well, it's purple napkin, so that's interesting. But there's other colors on the card, and I think this is numbered. No, he's talking just when it's a one-color patch. But yeah, I know what you mean. But I think this one's numbered. I think I'm not 100 percent sure. So, so if you like this one, you like this one. It's a pretty cool one. 
I do believe, guys, and it, you know, you can, you can disagree with me. I, I gave kind of like the same analysis before, but prices have come down a little bit on Kobe for whatever reason. Um, yeah, that's a pretty cool one too. That's the, the Shaq beam team. The, the beams in '92 were just regular cards. They they had not it started putting jersey relics in cards. So this is kind of like a throwback. It's exactly the same card, um, but it's you're able to get it of guys who didn't have beam team cards. So Kobe beam team relic. But beyond that, I believe that the Kobe game used cards they will dry up. I know there are a lot of them. I know there's a lot of autos and all the whole deal, but we, we talked about the rationale. Look at you. You go through the whole the whole deal. Was that Dwayne Wade? You like these beam teams, mm-hmm. huh? 15, 15 bucks. It's a cool card. I mean, this would be the play, the, those beam team cards, especially for Kobe. But I like the Kobe game used stuff because you just, you're not even getting game used of anybody right now, right? Even the current players are not getting game used, right? So game used in and of itself, I think, is becoming a hot button issue. We'll see if Fanatics is able to bring game used back. Right, um, you know, during the time of COVID, now it's even harder to do the game used stuff, um, and you're paying all this money for guys who don't have game used. Um, and I think it's just going to be one of those things where there's going to be some high end stuff, the exquisite ones that even don't have autos that have the huge patches, cool patches, and that kind of stuff. They'll be in its own category. But the cards now that were almost like throwaways, you know, I mean, you open a a, a blaster of prism. And it had a relic card in it, but in in some of them are game used. Kobe's game used. You pull out, get Kobe. Like I don't want. I want an auto, or I want. To, I'd rather have a silver of SGA. Well, you know what? Those cards that were 30, 40, 50, 60, 70. I believe that that is the kind of card you put away. You throw it in your collection. <laughs> if it's fifty bucks now, next year it's seventy five or a hundred. Right? I I just. I, Financial advice, no financial advice, whatever you want. People <laughs> will be adding these things to their collection, and Kobe's obviously not playing anymore. There is a finite amount of his game-used and game-worn stuff, and when you have that, I don't believe that there will ever be a real waning in demand for these type of things, and clearly the supply is not going up. So that Bean Team one, someone's going to buy it now. It's on my watch list. I'll, when we finish the episode, I'll take it off my watch list. <laughs> I can't get it for a bargain now. But uh, I, uh, you know, I, I think it's a really cool card. Um, and when you combine um, you know, Kobe um, you know, with his, his, you know, his fun with the nostalgia of the Bean Team, it's something that reminds me of like the, the, the Dominique Wilkins card. It's something that's fun. You know, does it go up in value? Sure. If it doesn't go up in value, who cares? It's a cool thing for me to have in my collection. I remember opening 92 Stadium Club as a kid. I remember opening up. I remember pulling a Michael Jordan Beam Team out of a pack. Like, I actually did. I never pulled a Shaq out of a pack. But I pulled a Jordan Beam Team out of I pulled a lot of Glenn Rice <laughs> also, which kind Glenn of Glenn Rice is good, man. Yeah. I, I mean, I pulled a Ewing out of a pack. I pulled a Rodman out of a pack. I pulled a Jordan. Um, but I never pulled a Shaq out of a pack. Um and those beam teams were cool. Like that was collecting for me. And when you now you can throw in kind of like the combo, right? A cool beam team with Kobe. You get Kobe game used with a card set that I like. It's you know, it's just it's a win-win. Checks a box. And what is it going to cost? You know that I think the bidding on that was like forty something bucks. It'll probably go up to like seventy-five, maybe a hundred. Who knows? But whatever it is, it's not something that is going to break the bank. And it's a cool little piece for your you know collection. Um, so that's you know that's kind of where I was going. You What's know, on your shirt? It's a it's 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 a gremlin. That's Mogwai. Mogwai, not a plasma bear. No, it's Gizmo. Hmm. You know Gizmo the gremlin. 
Mm-mm. No, you never saw the Gremlins movie? So, let's talk a little bit. NBA. Oh, my God. Really? You never saw Gremlins? Nah. I don't like, don't like that kind of stuff. Gremlins? Like, you don't know the rules? You don't, like, you don't, you don't get them wet? You don't feed them after midnight? You don't, you don't let them sunlight? They're like, they're like bats. Dude, you are being serious with me, right? You've never seen Gremlins? Never seen Gremlins. The movie? No. Oh, oh my. Because it's a Christmas movie. That doesn't sound too pleasant. So you are gonna get a lot of messages about not seeing Gremlins. Dude, people are gonna want people are gonna want to know about your childhood. Christmas time, you've even told me you called me yesterday. You said it's the most suicides out there. It is any it is part people, of the year because Christmas and New well, Year's. Okay. Well, why would I why would you recommend people watch Gremlins, a dark movie? It's not dark. It starts off really nice. It's dark. It's a, you can't see the light. It's literally the definition of dark. A de- no, you just you the 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 gremlins are not supposed to be exposed to the sunlight because what happens you know i don't want to ruin the movie for you you'll eventually see it at some point in time but but guys listeners out there do me a favor i need his inbox i need embarrassment in his inbox i need you guys to tell him why he should see gremlins and why it's a travesty that he's not seen the the gremlins what's the buy i want to hear it i want to hear it the gremlin card did you find a gremlin card i guarantee there are gremlins cards there you go. Okay, that's the buy. The studio gizmo puppet. Look at uh, these little fingers. These are real human fingers. This is gross. Yeah, he's got like a human he's finger. Like, Hang on. Like see if this. Do me a favor. Check on eBay right now and see if there are gremlin cards. And leave that one up. Leave that little that little gizmo up. Gremlin PSA. Corey Feldman signed something. Cage. Oh, here's one. Cage, look at this thing. Gizmo the Mogwai. Are you leaving? Did you leave? Like, what's? I I don't understand what's happening here. This is kind of a sick card, though. And since I haven't seen the movie, I can't really talk about it. But I think you're gonna be super excited because there's a pair. Oh, it's it's autographed too. Cage, check this out. Cage. Oh, you have one of those. That's crazy. You would. Can you can you come back to the screen? Can I talk to you? I don't I don't like monologue. Look at this card. There you go. It's an autograph by Dante Joe. Gizmo the Mogwai. He must have done his voice or something. Who knows? Dude, it's he's got it's got a set of cards. And there's a gremlin. There he is, right here. For anybody watching, they're really YouTube. creepy. They have like human. They're fingers. creepy. Okay, so do me a favor. Put Gremlins stripes. So this is to be the one you like. Gremlins stripes. I like nothing. No. There it is. The second one. Click that picture. The second one. Dude, these are so, these are creepy. So that oh. one right there, that's stripes. He's got stripe. He's got a uh, he's got a mohawk. Pretty cool, right? Uh, I can't believe you've never seen Gremlins. Cool. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta see Gremlins. That's it. It's a thing now. All right. So back to back to your stuff. There's definitely Gremlins cards. Now I have to research Gremlins cards. Hundred percent. Well, listen. So so why I say the Kobe one? Why we go with the game used and that kind of stuff? It's you know we talked to '90s basketball. We talked to you know a bunch of collectors recently, and I gotta tell you, I think um, what's gonna keep people in this is gotta have some fun with it. 
You know what I mean? You have to find a way to have some fun with, with the hobby, especially when there are, let's call them leaner times, right? Is that is that a fair thing to call it? I'm talking about down times, about leaner times, right? Because, you know, it's not always going to be a straight shot to the moon, right? And, um, you know, it's funny. We talk about it in the NFT world, but I don't exactly believe it. The community is also a very big part of it, right? So that's one fun thing about the you know the the sports car world even just posting our poll about the luca nation hobby awards you got people who come out right in force for their people you know what i mean like oh man sports car nonsense we love those guys forget about it none of these other guys can hold a candle to them you know and then you got a bunch of people who come out and say hey how can you not have lucas tigers and bronze up as the best podcast and we have to explain we left ourselves out because it's our poll you know like you can't win the award you know um so and then you got people who are who, you know, who are who are you know, PWCC or hey, you know, how could you include these people on the list? It's just funny, man. It, it, I I love that about the you know the hobby community. Um, we get to see it in our Discord and you know our, our own folks, and I'm sure there are a bunch of other you know hobby communities like that too. The wrestling card community is insane, I'm sure, and you know they probably throw each other through tables and you know, hit themselves with chairs and stuff. You know, there's probably all kinds of crazy stuff. They tackle Robin Lopez before the game. Oh, dude, that was funny. About, that was funny. Let me talk about LeBron and the Trailblazers. First Shoot. off, uh, Trailblazers are in trouble, man. Uh, and you see this. This happens sometimes in NFL, too. It happened with Urban Meyer. One year in, he lost the locker room. And you see that with this Portland Trailblazers team. They don't like Chauncey Billups. They don't want to play for Chauncey Billups. There, there were plays yesterday, Cage, where they literally got out of the way so that the other, so that LeBron and the other team can dunk. Like so just basically, no the defense. headline of this thing is Andrew says LeBron's not that good. No, it's just that the other team lets him score. Is that no, the headline? No, no. I want to talk about the Trailblazers because I think they're <laughs> fade material for one. If you're a sports better, fade this team until something changes. Dame doesn't want to play. They're not playing hard. They're not playing hard. They're playing with no heart. They don't have the people. They don't even have a big man. Their big man is Larry Nance. They're in huge trouble. This is a bottom three, bottom two team for until something changes, and I don't see anything changing, even if McCollum comes back, which he's coming back in two weeks. LeBron, there might not be any better modern-day buying opportunity than LeBron. Here's why. He's been beat down. Just – the narrative on him is he's old, this team sucks, he doesn't have the talent around him. But honestly, two things need to happen. Anthony Davis needs to come back and be healthy, and they need to make the playoffs. They do those two things, who's going to want to face him? I don't know. You know, because we've talked a lot about LeBron in the East. I don't think there's a single team out in the West that wants to face a healthy Lakers team come playoff time. Now. I'm not saying that they will change course, but I'm saying that in his card prices, that's already been kind of established. And if there is a change of course and uh, AD comes back to make the playoffs, I don't think the Suns, the Warriors, or any team in the West really want to match up with this team because yeah, but healthy. Even if they don't want to, even if they don't want to match up with them, do you really think the Lakers win this year? Uh, it's not. I, I think I would give them. Can, percentages don't make sense because it's a stupid way to do it. I'm saying that they can win. And so I, can't I think say that about every team. I'm saying the I, Nets can win, the Bucks can win, the Warriors can win, and Lakers can win. I, I don't think the Suns can win. 
You know, it's funny. I I think of LeBron Listen this to what year I just like. I heard what you said. I I, I think uh, LeBron this year is like Steph last year. You know, he's putting up individual numbers. The team success is not there. Uh, he's having an MVP caliber season. But people did not steam Steph's cards last year the way they are doing it now. Because in addition Steaming? to his number, yeah, they didn't run him up. His cards didn't fly no last year like they are LeBron's now. LeBron's cards right? aren't up. Exactly. That's my point. I draw the same comparison. Steph's cards did not go up last year, despite the fact that he played individually at an MVP level and his team made the play-in game. They didn't start really catching on. Don't give me this three-point record. It's a dumb stat. It's the team is having success. It's team success that has caused Steph's cards, while combined with his own individual success this year, the Steph cards have gone up. LeBron, right now, the individual success is not enough to run his cards up. Everybody knows he's a great player. Everybody knows he's capable of doing this, even at the age of 37 years old, right? Everybody knows that. You're right. His cards won't go down from here. So it is a good opportunity to buy, and they've already been beaten up. But I believe that he needs more than just showing up in the playoffs and maybe getting out of the first round and surprising somebody for the cards to go up. I think I think right now the only thing that makes LeBron's cards go up is playoff success. Legit playoff LeBron's success. team is better than the Warriors team was with Curry last year. If yeah. all healthy. Yeah, yeah. No, I, and you're right. Dramatically and, better. And I like where you're going with it, right? Because I think they do have a chance, obviously. Look at the players on the team, right? You know, we've all said it from the beginning. The Lakers, come on, it's a super team. If it all... But is there any evidence that you have that it's all going to come together in gel right now? Well, Vogel sucks as a coach. I mean, they got I, rid of that cancer, Rajon Rondo. I mean, does no, that, does that's, that not, that's not what the change was. And it's a change yeah. I talked about. Like, I, I know I'm not a coach, but like, I, I watch the games, and you got to play Malik Monk. Malik Monk's got to be your two guard. He's got to get 20 shots a game, especially with AD out. Malik Monk is – is, who has LeBron always had success with? Dwayne Wade and Kyrie, two guys that can get, get score off the dribble. Now, Monk's not either of those guys, but stay with me. I'm with you. Two guys that are dynamic, that could score off the ball and on the ball, that could beat their guy off the dribble, that don't clog up space in the lane so LeBron can still get to the cup. Dude, Monk, Monk's resurgence is what has made this team a little bit more threatening the last week or so. And they don't play him enough. Put Westbrook with Carmelo, let those two guys run off the bench, and let AD, LeBron, when, when AD comes back, and Malik run the first unit, man. And you know I've been a big Monk guy. I've talked about him quite a bit, and, and you kind of laughed at me. Yeah, because I've watched him play. I watched every year of him play. Yeah, but systems matter. Who else, Who you have around you matters. So what, what Monk usually came in on the sixth unit and just chucked, or as a sixth man just chucked. No, no. When, I mean, before the they demoted him, before they demoted him, because before he had his drug issues. Yes. And he got okay. sent back down. He was a starter. For he was the, a starter. For the yeah, for the Hornets. Yeah, he was a star of the Hornets, and then he, of course, had problems. And he was good. He had a Listen, few thirty point games. He could. That, he I will range. never tell you he can't score. Right. The thing is, he's never been a team player. And if what you're telling me, and I, I don't watch the Lakers because I, I'm not a huge LeBron guy, but if what you're telling me is that that's what they need, that they need somebody to be the score. I thought LeBron was the score. I thought AD was the scorer. It's, Monk is well, is like very ball dominant. Very ball dominant. So guy. is Kyrie. So is Wade. Not a team player. You know. But yeah, okay. So if that if that works, all dominant doesn't mean you're not a team player. It just he doesn't pass. He doesn't pass. He never. You don't need him to pass. Okay, that's my point. 
So you don't why, need a passer. You have the best passer maybe in history. So why isn't your play Malik Monk? Well, first time I gave Malik Monk as a play. It should be again. Malik Monk is the key to unlocking LeBron's greatness and a long playoff run. There should be Malik Monk. Should be the play. You do understand there's five players on the court. Yes. Tell me who the Lakers' starting five should be. Anthony Davis when he's healthy. LeBron, yes. Malik Monk. LeBron. Who else? Malik where where else are we going to go? Uh, Tremont Waiters. Uh, where where what other what other deep G League player are we going to after Malik Monk? Tremont Waiters. Or we go, is it Bull Bull. I mean, like, Howard. Dwight Howard or DeAndre Jordan. I don't have much of an opinion of with those guys. <laughs> This next guy, you got. How do you not squad. start? You really not starting Westbrook? Like Westbrook is him, off the bench for real. Westbrook is terrible, man. <laughs> like he's just bad. You, if you watch the game, you see how bad he is. He just—he's a turnover machine. He's a very low IQ, and he shoots way too much. He's a very <laughs> low IQ player. All right, all right. Listen, I—I I will start watching more Lakers games. I will tell you this, right? Headlines, I gave Westbrook as a play. Remember that? I remember headlines. Headlines matter, right? And we've talked about it. How you know there's more to it than the headlines. But if the headlines right now, I give the dude his due. The headline is LeBron has found the fountain of youth. You know, LeBron is doing things that he's not supposed to be doing at this age. LeBron is putting up points. He's filling up the stat sheet. He's you're going to say he's not making anybody else better. And we get, we understand. We understand that. But he's, I mean. He made Monk better. You can't really made, ask him personally to do much more than what he's doing. He's having a heck of a run. You do understand different players complement each other differently. right? Of like, uh, like Tatum and Jalen Brown. They don't really complement each other, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, which, yeah, man. Which if, you, if you turned into a cynical, fat old man, this wouldn't work. I understand. I understand. I understand how how vanilla and chocolate can can coexist. I, I get it. You know, I see how it works. Scoop of vanilla, scoop of chocolate works. Trust me. Dude, I once <laughs> made a black and white milkshake at our cafe, and this lady came back after she drank and she said, "This is the best milkshake I've ever had. Black and white, <laughs> strawberry and vanilla. I mean, uh, chocolate and vanilla. Chocolate mix. and vanilla. Yep. Vanilla and chocolate. The Rosen and Levine. Uh, Zach Levine. He, people didn't think that they would. Mesh, but they've worked really well together. It's been surprising. By the way, did you did you see that game winner? Mm-hmm. That was pretty good. I did. He, he did. He didn't know how much time was left on the clock, so he had to kind of chuck up the shot off one leg. You saw that? And uh, listen, DeRozan's having a great season, but but is he cardboard relevant? Not really. No. Is he no a guy who really is, which dis- is kind of disappointing. And I mean, he was—he's been good for a long time. He just hasn't had a lot of, you know, attention on him. You know, he's, he's always—he has like kind of a fragmented um, fan base. I like the Demboya guy. Could he could he's smart man. Seku. No, the <laughs> Seku uh, Demboya. <laughs> no, like similar name, but you guys know what I'm talking about. He's on the Bulls. He's a rookie uh, from Illinois. No clue. Seku Demboya. The Sunmo. I owe the Sunmo. Smart guy. Kind of like a swing man. Plays, can play anywhere. Tough, athletic, defense, smart. No, but dude, you look at Malik Monk's last few games, man. With him and LeBron being the one and two scorers on that team, that's what you need. I mean, dude, dude the blueprint's out. He, he had success with Kyrie and he had success with Wade. You need – he needs that guy. He doesn't need an AD clogging the lane because – 
I mean, dude, if, well, if, he he can get to the basket anytime he wants, but I'm still at this age. Yes, but if you have a big, if you two, have somebody in the way, guy, makes it his own team getting <laughs> in the way, sort of, uh, yeah. sort, sort of, sort of getting in his way. It's, I mean, I, I get it, I get it. I mean, listen, I, I think it would be, it would be good too. It would be crazy to think they could now turn it all around just with the dysfunction that's been there. But I like, I like the thought process, right? That believe it or not, at this age, with what he's done, with the way the season has gone, his stuff has kind of gotten a little bit beaten up. The narrative on LeBron is, you know, hey, he's a GM, and you know, look at the look at me. Hey, it's it's me. I traded you to Cleveland. You know, it's Le- LeBron moving the pieces around, and you know. Um, I mean, even even the championship one in LA, people who are haters will say, you know, it was a bubble championship. It's not a real championship. Um, it would be a it would be a real interesting thing if through all of this craziness and this this you know this season this five hundred season that it's been basically up to this point, um, if they turn it around, and he wins a championship here with Malik Monk and Anthony Davis with an injured eyebrow. I mean, I know he's got a lot of talent on his team, but would this be one of the more impressive wins for him? Would it change the narrative a, a little there bit? There's a funny meme. Anthony, Anthony Davis got like uh, he got braids. Let me see if I can find. This. Yeah, it's like he's gonna be out two weeks because because his braids are too tight or something. I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> I saw it. I saw it. I saw it all. The memes, by the way. Lemie and James keep it coming. I mean, he he is a runaway win he's for that runaway. category. He's a runaway win for that category. Um, you know, he's getting like twice the votes of anybody else. Everybody loves Lamim. Um, I, hope, and- I hope he gets karma, like karmic uh, goodness for just bringing joy to millions of people in 2021. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, he should. Uh, he's hilarious. Hopefully he wins the lottery. Isn't that big Powerball? Something like that tonight. Let him win it. Um, yeah, man. So, so you asked me. So, so talk to me. What are you looking forward to in 2022 in the hobby? I gotta think about it. Wow, there he is, folks. He's not the best color playing, play guy playing, in the business for nothing. Playing Sasha Thomas on one on one in ball. Why does everybody want to play Sasha one on one in basketball? Had, did he make a proclamation? Did he come out on like a story this year and be like, "I will challenge anyone out there in the hobby to one on one, and and I'll beat you all"? Like, is this his own doing, or just people taking shots at the king? Is he the king? Is he like? Is he that good that everybody wants to Probably. make their name maybe, off beating him? Maybe at best uh no i i don't know why it just kind of happened we just all right listen i'll watch going it to, going to culture collision i think that's gonna be fun going to the mint collective going to a few shows the mint collective shows sold out fun. they sold out the marketplace nice completely completely sold out every vendor table you know i think they're taking like wait list kind of stuff right now just in case anybody you know cancels or anything like that but completely so that's gonna be a lot of fun man that's shows are fun. fun shows are fun that's what i want to do more of like and not just like hey, like like a local show, like a show, like like the national was an event. You know, we went to uh, Lowe's. Yeah, it was at amazing. Like midnight, and people were trading all the way up until four a.m. I saw a Buddy, who I went to college with, who we played. So that. So there's a question we- for you: if you if you have a bunch of cool cards and pieces, you know, some tray, a little bit of uh, Joe Burrow, you got some cool, you know, a couple cool pieces. Do you sell them now? And head to the Mint Collective with cash, ready to rock, or do you hang on to them and bring them to trade at Mint Collective? Do you bring them to like sell there? You know, you try to sell them to a deal. What do you do? What give some guidance to people who are who are planning their Mint Collective trip? Do you show up there this, with? But this team has been a major disappointment this year. Like people thought they would take a step up, they took two steps back. 
So I, I don't know what to do with Trey, even two though they steps had a forward, I'll take two steps back. I mean, dude, they were in the Eastern Conference Finals and Trey was getting better and better, and so was his team. And they're not even a five hundred team right now, Cage. They're not a playoff team. They're back to like twenty nineteen Hawks. Uh and Trey he doesn't play the game very well, in my opinion. He doesn't oh, wow. have a high IQ. Like, He's no Malik I mean, Monk. Shut up, stupid. Um, <laughs> dude, but let me rephrase that. Like, they were up by three points versus the Cavs. They came back from like 20 down, a minute left, and he just chucks the ball from 30 out. Move the ball, get a good shot. You're up three with a chance to go at five. Dude, it was the worst. I was like, I was thinking, sitting here thinking, like, this is why you guys are under 500. You have a chance to put this game away with a two or a three. That's a good shot. You're like 10 seconds into the shot clock. You're the point guard and you're doing like a step back three contested. It was just a very bad shot. The, the announcers felt the same way. I love NBA League Pass, by the way. Because you great, don't get right? like the main ESPN announcer. No, it's local. Get, yeah, it's get the local, local guys. They know, know the team. Yeah, they know yeah. the team. And, they, and they're homers for the most part. Yes. <laughs> I remember watching the Hornets all last season, and I'm like, these guys, <laughs> like they they do not give the other team any credit. I'm like, no. I'm like, the Hornets won like 15 games. I'm like, somehow though, these guys will let you believe these Hornets are like the Celtics when Bill Russell was playing. You know, it was like Bismack Biombo should be in the Hall of Fame next week. You know, You're like what? But yeah, it's a lot of fun. The, it's the a different viewing experience. You could watch the first half with one with one, and then the yep. second half with the other. So you could get like you could actually get unbiased. It's kind of cool. Um, what should I be doing for Mint Collective? <laughs> Dude, that's not my area of expertise, but I, I, maybe we could bring on some, some people that like, you know, cause like, dude, Sasha's and those guys have carved out a niche for themselves. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a true collector. There's guys like us, but these guys are like, dude, they're young. They got nothing holding them down. They travel show to show to show and they flip and they trade, they buy collections I don't want to give you guys bad advice because I don't play that game. That's not my yep. game. Uh, so I don't I get know. it. I get it. I definitely do. I, I do All think right. 2021, 2022 will be the year of if you can be smart about it because you could lose so much money this way is buying collections. Uh, I do think there's some opportunity there, whether that's modern, baseball, Marvel. You could find and carve out your niche too. Like you could buy out Marvel collections. You could buy out vintage baseball, vintage football. Uh, you, you could specialize, you know, and, and really, you know, kind of buy out like a $10,000 collection, flip it for twelve. Love it. Love the idea. Well, January 1st has come and gone. 2022 is starting. And just like we did last year, you will get an episode from us every day, at least. Last one, right? Do we have any plans on stopping that? No, right. What's that? Stopping our, our episode of Day Street. No, I right? Unless I want to hang myself. <laughs> By the way, folks, he has started 75 and hard again. The man is back on it. He is on it. He is regimented. He's back on. And the fat guy here, I'm going to weigh myself and take a picture of it later for you guys. And it may be, it may start with a three. I don't know. It may. Um, I'll tell you guys, I'm super demotivated the last week. Like, I gonna... have, I've been lower energy. Coffee isn't hitting like it used to. I, I'm ordering like potato wedges with bacon all the time. Yum. I know. And I just know when I'm disciplined and, and you know, it's discipline. Discipline equals happiness in a lot of ways. Uh, what you put into your mind, what you put into your mouth, and how you take care of your body. Uh, 
So I like it. Luke and Aiken fifth name is coming back. So that's all, that's all I'm saying. We'll see how long it lasts. The New Year's resolution. See how long I can I can survive on lettuce. I hate when you do this. <laughs> like you just need one ridiculous food that's by itself is disgusting. Yeah, like, lettuce. Like, I'll give you an example. Kale. Instead of just lettuce, why don't you, instead of having like hamburgers, you have ground up turkey, lettuce wraps. Ugh. Ugh. Turkey. But fine, but like ground up beef in a lettuce wrap. No. What do you mean no? You just said lettuce, so you're going to be nibbling on lettuce. I'm yeah, saying I'm like a no negative. If I'm going to eat a burger, I'm going to eat a burger. But it's like buying it's like buying like low fat, no sugar added ice cream. If I'm going to have the ice cream, I'm going to have the ice cream. I'm not going to have the fugazi no sugar ice cream. If I'm going to eat a burger, I'm not having ground up turkey. So, so remember, remember when this happened when like. People were hating on whole milk, so the like low fat and skim milk yes. was like the thing. Yes, I my mom that. would get so upset. I'd be like, "Mom, like instead of just having whole milk, we could have skim milk." She'd be, like, "That's that's ridiculous. How can I have skim milk when there's whole milk that tastes like real milk? This tastes like water. Why yep. would?" I? And I'm just like, "You could sacrifice a little, but you don't have to sacrifice everything. So you just no. make these little small changes." So with, with your burger, instead of having two pieces of bread that aren't healthy, use the same meat, the onions, tomatoes. You could even put cheese, but put it in a lettuce wrap. Yeah, next then you're going to tell me I have to have my cereal with almond milk because it's just a small sacrifice. You know, you can stick that. Can I tell you, instead of almond milk, what they have? Kombucha. Have you ever had, you ever had extra creamy whole, uh, oat milk? Uh, what do you think the answer to that is? I guarantee you it's better than real milk. Guarantee you. My 12-year-old daughter is laughing because you said extra creamy. Dude, it's really good. Extra creamy. It's dude, extra creamy oat milk is delicious. And they like the, the, the chocolate version. It, it's the best thing I've ever had. So I think I will next month I'll try extra creamy. February 30th. I'll do some extra creamy oat milk. Just, be good I'm gonna go to the grocery store, just buy it and try it and see if I know if you like it or not. Why do you have to wait till February 30th? It's ridiculous. People won't even remember that episode then. Yes. Well, February 30th is a monumental day because it never actually happens. Yeah, but you basically were saying I'll try it next month. No, I'm basically saying I'll try it never because there is no February 30th. Okay. God damn it. it. (laughs) We will leave it on that one, folks. No oat milk here. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'll tell you what I'm looking forward to. Here we go. One one day you got a DM from someone uh, who said you agree with Andrew's plays too much. Oh, remember that? And for like three days later, you were confrontational. I want to have more confrontational episodes. Oh no, that's not good. I, I I will confront you when I disagree. Like I don't think Malik Monk even belongs in the NBA. Um, let alone Did you see his his lay yesterday. His jelly layup. The guy who is going to take LeBron to a championship. We will not agree on that. And yes, I've watched the games. I think he's greedy. Dude, he's a very greedy game, player. 25 points, 15 points, 18 yeah, points. Yeah, well, dude, if if you put me out there and you tell me every time I touch the ball, I'm allowed to just shoot it, I'll score points too. Even me, I'll score points. You're, I think you're so wrong, and I think you're just doing this to be like uh, fr- like frustrating. But you I know he's, put my, he has talent. 
my watch hours of Malik Monk against probably anyone in the world who's not related to him. Yeah, I watched Malik Monk play so much. He's you just, watched him play four or five years ago. I no what for last year we're talking about last year. We're talking about and even the year before that. Talking about even before Lamelo. I mean, you're talking about like you know this is. I watched the whole season for. I was I was more heavily invested in Devontae Graham than anybody else. Maybe that colored it because Devontae passed the ball every now and again. But Malik, he it's a frustrating. He has all this athletic ability, and he's just stupid. And he and he touches the ball. And if I were on defense anytime, I would know that I wouldn't have to cover anyone else on the court. Because Malik is going to find a way to shoot. It doesn't matter if he's got a, a one-on-three. It doesn't matter if he's going down the lane and there's three people. He's never going to kick the ball out. He never passes Why is that it. bad? That's not good basketball. That's to go one-on-three? No, That's Kyrie, Kyrie. At least would, he at least would kick it out. He would find an open shooter every now and again. Also, are we talking okay. about skill levels? Like, Are you really comparing Malik Monk's finishing skills to that of Kyrie? No. So, like, but when you when you have a guy like LeBron who's changed teams and you've seen what's won him championships and what's not, you know what the blueprint is, and he needs that ball. Yeah, pair him up with who, a Kyrie or a, or a Dwayne Wade, and you are fishing by saying that that's Malik Monk. That's all he's they not, have on the roster, clown. And that's and that, that, that's perfectly fine, but it doesn't mean that he's a good player. It doesn't mean he's not selfish. No, I didn't say that. He, I, I, all I said was move Westbrook to the bench and let AD, LeBron, and Monk. Work. And these are the conflict episodes he wants oh, to see in 2022. These are the kind of episodes he wants to see in 2022. LeBron had uh, Kevin Love. My hair is crazy, guys. I I'm going to get a haircut tomorrow. Good player. Uh, good rebounds offense. Kevin Love's playing out of his mind right now. Yeah, good player. Kevin, so, like, yeah. I, when he stays healthy. Good player. Listen, I could be wrong, man. Malik Monk could be, you know, could be an all-star in this league. Michael Jordan didn't think so. Um, you know, Jordan was probably more frustrated by by Malik Monk's play than anybody else because he saw the athletic ability, but he just couldn't get to the kid. I mean, watch watch some of the footage of Monk and Jordan. It's funny stuff. How old is so, Malik? Twenty three. Yeah. Dude, do you know where he went to college? Kentucky. Oh, did I get that right? Did I get that right? No one's questioning. I think Did you're I under the right? impression. I think I so, got that right. Well, let me recap this. I said move Westbrook to the bench, let him and Melo work together, and let Malik Monk be the Kyrie to LeBron. This goes off to you thinking that I think that you don't know Malik Monk. No, this has no. nothing to do with you. What it ha- what it says is that you're taking one of the top ten scorers of all time and a guy who is basically an MVP in the league, right? And you're saying just, just for a second. Move those two guys to the bench in favor of I'm 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 expecting to hear like Dwayne Wade. Or I'm expecting to hear so you're moving Russell Westbrook and Carmelo Anthony to the bench in favor of Malik Monk. That's what you're saying. It has nothing to do with me or my knowledge or my your idea for a successful Lakers team is we know they went out there and brought in Russell Westbrook. We know they went out there and brought in Carmelo Anthony. Your idea is they didn't need those guys. Their big pickup this year. The number two guy for the Lakers is Malik Monk. He's the one who's going to take guys. them to the promised land. That's what you're saying. I'm disagreeing. Uh, <laughs> That's it. Uh, That's what you're saying, and I'm disagreeing. I'm saying to put Westbrook and Carmelo and let them run the second unit together. They have chemistry because they played together. 
and they complement each other. I'm saying Malik Monk compliments LeBron a lot better than Westbrook compliments LeBron. Because of his fine, move, fine, move, move LeBron to the bench. And let <laughs> well, I mean, why not? I mean, why not? Why not let Westbrook and Camelo start and let LeBron play in the second team? Because it's all about chemistry. You know, let him play. <laughs> this, does chemistry matter? Here's and by the way, funny. Cage, real quick, I've been consistent about this because I did talk about Malik Monk before the season start. I oh, said yeah. this game would struggle. I said Malik Monk's going to be the X factor. You gave me shit on that episode too. I did. Because you're like, I watched Malik Monk play. He's a head case. He never passes. And he doesn't still. <laughs> then the Lakers have struggled. The last few games, they've been giving Monk more time, and as a result, they're seeing more success. But are they winning because of Monk? Or are they winning because LeBron has played Teams against win. inferior competition? So, so as much as I – his phone died. As much as I dislike the narrative that LeBron uh, doesn't live up to him, his talent, teams win. It's not players. Uh <laughs> You hit the space bar, Cage? That's how I know I'm winning because you, you kicked me out. You hit the space bar. I said so, teams win, not players. I understand what you're teams saying. Win. And I'm saying LeBron has basically willed his team to win against inferior competition for the last week. Correct. Correct. And it, it's not Monk that has done that. Correct. And now you're like, okay, my number one guy is playing like the number one guy. How do I compliment my number one guy so we could grind out it's not like they're getting destroyed in some of these games. The Memphis. Grizzlies- you know what? I'm gonna have to concede the point. I just got a text message while we do. It was Kevin Durant. He texted me. He says, "You know what? I wasn't afraid of the Lakers before, but with Monk playing as their number two guy, I'm, I, 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 I'm, I, I'm afraid now." But I'm um, Giannis is texting me. Wait, he's. Oh man, I can't believe the Lakers are finally listening to Andrew and they're playing Malik Monk. We are now. There's no way we're gonna win the championship now. Watch out for the Lakers, the powerhouse. Worthy and Magic? No, <laughs> it's Malik Monk. The Laker great. <laughs> Dude, love it. Tomorrow, the awards will announce them. Listen, here's the fun part. You one get to win this right. one. You get to win this one for now because they are playing Monk as the number two and the team is winning. So I can say whatever I want to say, but the proof is in the results presently. We'll see if it continues. Okay? Peace. Take care, everybody. Dude, tomorrow, yeah. whatnot, 10 a.m. Eastern. Right, one of, the, one of our final is it the final week of the season? No, I think there's two more. Two, two more. Weeks. What is this? Is this you week? Use the fantasy football. What week is this? The week, yeah, it's, it's fantasy finals this week. So there's one more week. Right, is week was week 17? There's 18 weeks because they went to 17 games. Yeah, really tough board. Like, if, if I looked at it from first glance, I'm gonna go 0 and 15. Pretty certain of it. So, by many. the way. That means you're going 15 and 0. Thank you for spending some time with us on another episode of the Lucas Tigers and Bronze Oh My podcast. Um, do us a favor and like, subscribe. Now ah, you know what? Don't just like and subscribe. Everybody does that. If you like us, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies, tell everybody. And uh, we hope you got something from spending some time with us today. And we'll see you next time. Thank you.